0: and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein. With me, as always, is the magical Karen Randazzo.
1: So, go jump off a cliff. Thanks.
0: (laughs) The amazing Chris Randazzo. Magicians can't eat Oreos! (laughs) We're here on this week's episode, Talk Television. This week, we are talking The Magicians, Season 1, episode one unauthorized magic but before we get into that here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekaid.com tell us what we're doing right tell us what we're doing wrong what shows should we watch what shows should we avoid because that's way better information to have just get in touch with us let us know how you're doing so i picked this one and i've wanted to talk about this show with you guys for a bit because i wanted to see how you felt about it um when I first came across this show, there was at least six episodes available. And so, like, I I caught it late, and it was on um the sci-fi app, which has commercials, and I hate commercials. But
2: commercials,
0: this this should
1: have waited until now to catch up with it. It's on Netflix.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this show's like. 80, what are, Harry Potter meets X-Men. X-Men. <laughs> There's definitely an X-Men vibe in this show. Okay, so, so we got X-Men and... Um,
1: well, at one point, Fly didn't she say, like, wardrobe. maybe I'm a mutant?
0: Yeah, she even said, maybe I'm a
2: mutant, yeah. <laughs> I, I figured that was an intentional thing there. I, yeah, I was definitely getting some X-Men overtones out of
0: it. Interesting. I, I, now I'm going to have to watch it with a different filter because I just kept watching for, you know... The, the wizardry and and the 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 fantastical because this pulls heavily from Lion, the witch in the wardrobe
2: you're a wizard <laughs> generic white haired white dude <laughs> so what did you guys think Karen what did you think I'm really interested to know what you thought
1: <laughs> i'm intrigued that's what that's what my takeaway is i am intrigued um i did i knew about the show i re- i heard about it recently um because i heard Day was joining joining the cast mm-hmm. three um and so and then i found out that it was based on books and i was like oh well maybe i want to read the books i like books
0: are they based on um, real books
1: yes huh? not the not the fillery books but like the book the magicians is a series of books
0: interesting i yes, did mr.
1: not know mr
2: matt much uh he actually the funny, you should mention that. Let's 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 bring up bring up the old Twitter verse and talk about what Mr. Matt Much had to say about it. Just bring it to Twitter. <laughs> Open the page. anyway. That
1: that solves my question. I was going to ask you, Evan whether you had read the books oh, but no. not knowing that they did existed, I'm gonna go oh, with I guess you
0: didn't. No, when I when I saw that there there was there's a series of books within the show, I'm like, well they can't be real books. It's like, you know, The Princess Bride. It's not a real book. So I didn't even think to look further in because it's sci fi. I didn't give it much credit.
1: So yeah, now having seen the show and what it's like, I am more intrigued about reading the books. I'm still not sold of whether I'm gonna do that, but I am certainly intrigued to see where this goes and also to see what makes it not Harry Potter besides they're older.
0: Um okay. <laughs> Because I'm
1: like, oh, they're magical, and they're all sorted by their magical abilities. Okay, where have and I seen this a,
2: before? We've hidden the wizarding world from the rest of the world, and there's a secret school, and there's an evil man, and there's a dude, a, a, there's some dude who's like the uh, the prophesized. He's the chosen one. He's a dude, and uh, yeah, it was a lot of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean, we can't exactly attribute that to Harry Potter. Those are all like pretty standard in tropes in any magical story. So
0: well, that is true.
1: But Harry Potter I would say is the gold standard of those <laughs> of that type of story to me.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give you fair warning. It gets within the first season it gets rough. There are a couple of scenes like it's it's hinted upon in this episode um the whole bathroom scene where the 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 young woman is introduced to the other side fake nearly raped yes by the that guy that was Oh, I
2: was just it was just testing you by just threatening to rape you um yeah let's follow
0: this guy to where he's going (laughs) yeah it gets that it gets rough it gets it gets it gets rough Uh, well
2: sci-fi definitely wanted us to know that it was very edgy with the floating sex scene
1: yes yes sex and lots of
2: boobs Very important that we knew that. Thank it's you. Like sci-fi.
1: Everyone, like every woman, had her top off at every possible, conceivable opportunity. Stiff breeze throws goes through the room, and it's like, oh, my top's open! Look at that.
0: I, I honestly, God, don't remember a single top coming off outside of I'm the magical, so glad <laughs> floaty sex scene.
2: So glad I was wearing this nice bra. Okay, and,
0: and
1: that the one. Gratuitous scene where they um, they p- positioned the camera so that it was. Looking through the window, but between a woman's legs, so that when it pulled out, the first thing <laughs> the you saw was her ass shot. dancing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, I liked that one. That oh, was funny. <laughs> okay, sci-fi. I see what you did there.
2: Yes, I mean it definitely has some very stinky twinges of sci-fi channel, but it's it's leagues better than old sci-fi channel mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I yes, mean, that's true. They're definitely I mean, I think Happy is the real exception to the rule there. Happy was really unlike anything else I'd seen on sci-fi, but this was um you know, I, I again this is a pilot episode, so I don't want to judge it too harshly. I am much like Karen, I'm very intrigued by it. I was very interested in where it was going. Um, even when it it like there are definitely parts of it that really rubbed me the wrong way, like uh Edgy dude and edgy girl that were kind of like uh, bullies and then all of a sudden not bullies. And th- those two characters really rubbed me the wrong way. And so did blonde uptight girl mm. who was like <laughs> she was far too bitchy for really no reason. Like I get that like that's her thing is like she's bitchy and like sure she's got a heart of gold somewhere underneath all that bitchiness. But she was like extra strength bitchy <laughs> like real like chip on your shoulder, like I mean, like really, these people are acting like teenagers, and they're not act they're they're acting more immature than I think college students would, and that's saying something because it's not like college kids are the 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 gold standard of uh, maturity. But I was kind of pissed that uh, I mean I don't know, I was sad that this, this sister was a uh, you know didn't make it into the school. You know, like I was kind of invested in a few things, and mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool how like she really lost it mm-hmm. and like you know she was giving him all this crap for kind of sort of like really being into this magic stuff and she was all like move on and then she discovers that that stuff's real and I thought you know her cutting herself to remember it was really clever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um the uh you know the principal guy I didn't expect him to die although I wasn't exactly Is he dead? well I mean they ripped his eyeballs out and I think he killed him after he was done I think that's what he, what he I've, did
0: I've well, seen I've... the show so would you like the answer
1: Yes, yeah. I just want to know if he's he dead. He is not dead. Yeah. Oh, he's not dead. Cuz right. I really liked him. He, he, See,
2: like I would have liked him, but I'm measuring him up against Kingsley Shacklebolt and it's like that's an impossible standard.
0: <laughs> well, all right. They they set okay, they tried to set the table for everybody <laughs> just a little bit. And while as the show progresses, you there are a number of independent stories that they they delve into and a, and they get good some of them get really good some of them meh but like this it's not his sister it's his best friend julia yeah that girl she her story is is really good um alice's story bitchy white girl it blonde girl is it her story is is good too but you gotta gotta get past that 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 bitchy, exterior. The bitchy exterior yeah <laughs> um Elliot and Margot, the the two upperclassmen. I did not care for those characters in the least. There there will not be a point in time that you do. They're they're sort of like, I don't even know what their point is. It's sort of maybe... I mean,
2: they're just, they are awful. They're so like over... Well, they, uh, they, they're they seem like cartoon characters. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're stereotypes,
0: stereotypical,
2: <laughs> and like not in any sort of good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I
1: see the purpose of them as being upperclassmen to sort of introduce to do a lot of the exposition work, um, but I don't didn't see why they needed to stick around after that. Like at least not as prominent as they are. Well,
0: it what what I gather is is that they are the they they continue to be the. Well, you don't understand this, so let me give you some explanation to the best of our ability and move on. Um there's like they don't have like they're the only two characters that do not have storylines of substance. <laughs> Everybody else is 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 they 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 touch upon past and what is going on present like everybody's present gets pretty intricate. Except for them, they're just like there. They're like the, the school representation, and and that's about it. Um, I do like what they are doing with the the I don't want to say the the, the teachers or you know the, the the authority figures. How right out the gate they 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 show like oh, shits shits going on, something's happening, and and we need to figure <laughs> yeah, it. Have this out. dead moth. <laughs> yeah, figure it out right away. And see, like,
2: I know that was supposed to be ominous, but it really just struck me as like, hmm. wow, that's kind of a rude thing to do. Just here, have a giant dead moth. Because it didn't seem like magically giant. It was just like, here's one of those big, big moths that you see every now and then. Mm-hmm. And it's dead and it's just chilling on your book. <laughs> have a good day. But that comes wow, to fruition bitch, at that the was end. really mean. <laughs> well, yeah, when crazy
0: moth head guy shows up. That was weird. <laughs> crazy moth face. Um what I like best about this pilot is that it truly engaged me in wanting to see the, re- the next episode. Because I don't know if it was the cliffhanger or that they set the stage enough with the characters that I was intrigued. But, you know, most of the time you just got to say, all right, that was their pilot. It's sort of like a self-contained eh, whatever. And this is not. This is like, hey, you need to watch the rest of this show or you definitely need to see the next episode eyeballs are on a table. What's going on? Gross.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> some of the visuals were really good, especially for like uh, special effects wise for sci-fi. Like I was, I was shocked at some of the, the, the,
1: yeah, I will say the production value was more than what I usually expect out of sci-fi.
2: So here's my question. Um, aside from them walking into a clock and finding themselves in another place, what a what else about this strikes you as Narnia esque? Uh, later on,
0: there's a whole the, the okay. Narnia is a coexisting world just to the left of our world. Fillory is the yeah. same thing, and there is a thing going on in Fillory that will have grievous effects on on on, on you know the earthly plane, and it all deals with magic. Fair enough. So I mean, there, I, there's I a lot find the, of of line in *The Witch of the Wardrobe* in there.
1: The fillery stuff was some of the most interesting stuff to me. I was like, okay, Here. Where yeah, are these like, people.
2: Boy, that that really assertive girl that's all like the what was it the the out of the three people who went into the clock and mm-hmm. the and the story and she's just like there she's just being a a complete dick to this guy. And he's like, could you just just say something that's not a riddle? And she's like follow the path dude follow the path <laughs> and he's like could you help me out a little bit here this is clearly important she's like whatever you suck and then she disappears <laughs> she's like come on man cut this guy some slack he just found out about this like on tuesday <laughs> please <laughs> i did like as much as i wasn't like enthralled by generic white dude protagonist it was like i did feel kind of bad for him in a couple of positions except when he went to the party and it's just, like some people have it some people don't it's like dude dude, you found out about this on Tuesday. How long, is, How? what long period of time passed where you're like, suddenly the expert. Oh, he's not going to let you in, man. We go way back. We, we met on Tuesday. Like, screw you, dude. Come on. Uh,
1: I did, when I asked um, our friend of the show, Jay, Jay Payne, about the books, uh, one of the things she said was that she didn't expect me to like the protagonist but that that was okay because he was not really supposed to be that likable, which made me feel a lot better watching this because I'm like, okay, because I I don't really like this dude that much.
0: (laughs) Oh, good. Yeah, me (laughs) neither. All in all, I've watched... Jesus, I think I've watched the first two seasons. And first season was, in my opinion, way better than second season, and I have yet to touch the third season. So this... It's... If you're not into fantastical wizardry type stuff, this show is not for you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe
2: don't watch a show called The Magicians.
0: <laughs> like no. Um but all in all I I like where they take the characters and you know the the interactions between them sometimes get a little wonky, but I I I buy into it and I enjoy it. I like it, I like it quite a bit. Well, thanks so, for giving us an excuse to watch
2: this, because, uh,
0: you know, yeah. I certainly didn't hate it. Good. I am, I am pleased to hear that. I do like how they <laughs> they got Quentin to actually use magics for the first time, where Brother Man was just, like, yelling at him, like, no, dude, magic! I, he, what? <laughs> like that's it? That's all you have to just. The, uh, next time I see you, Chris, I'm just going to start yelling at you to do magic to see what you pull off. <laughs> because you never know, man. <laughs> I've pulled off stranger shit before. This is true. I've seen it. I've been there. I can make
2: so, a bunch of cards float around the room angrily. <laughs> I don't know if I could build them a house. Build into a house afterwards. <laughs> Maybe like you know a dump truck.
0: <laughs> I do. I, I the the like the capper of that is when he passes out. It's like. Yeah, yeah, that's that was pretty, pretty funny. That would, that would, yeah, I'd buy that. Yeah.
1: yeah, there was definitely some laugh moments in this too, which I appreciated.
0: And what I feel like is like the points that they thought would be laugh moments weren't. Like there's um, an interaction between Quentin and Elliot at the fir- when they first meet each other, and Quentin has a problem, you know, with his mental stability, and he flat out asks Elliot if he's hallucinating. He's just and hallucinating.
1: Elliot-
0: <laughs> and he ter- and Elliot turns to him and goes. If you are and you ask me, how is that going to help you? Like <laughs> that was supposed to be a funny moment, but I went, "Oh shit, that's true!" Like they would just play. No, it makes sense.
2: Yeah, Keep see, now that didn't strike me as is supposed to be a funny moment. That struck me as um,
0: this is supposed to be a clever moment, and I thought it was okay. I was giving it. I was giving it comedy as opposed to cleverness.
1: And I did find it funny and clever
0: they look at that it touched all the bases fantastic
1: dun, 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 dun,
0: dun. all in all, I enjoy the show quite a bit um it is on Cfi it is I think like five or six episodes into season three now um the newest episodes are available on the sci-fi app and I think <laughs> just season one is available on Netflix right so
1: I don't know how many but season one is definitely there
0: check it out it is actually it's worth a watch not very long and it's quite engaging especially if you like the the magical mystical type stuff so all right i'm glad you guys relatively enjoyed that good 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 um so before we take our break um uh, chris did you find out what what matt had said i did yes matt he said
2: um uh watched when it aired, just didn't quite like it as well as the books, couldn't quite figure out why some of the changes were really necessary. Obviously, I'll listen to the TWEP. Oh. And then there was a big long conversation that followed it. That's uh that's super fun.
0: Awesome. Check somebody out. called somebody else saucy. Ooh. Was it Matt? Is Matt saucy? Matt is saucy. I I depending think depending on your saucy. definition of saucy actually.
1: <laughs> I believe Matt was calling Jess saucy because she was threatening to shake him.
0: Ooh. I see. Violently. Violence.
1: There there was a gif in everything.
0: (laughs) Wow. Check that out. I'm assuming that's on our Twip feed.
1: (laughs) Yeah. If you (laughs) follow us, you should be able to see it.
0: Okay. Check that out. At. At, Wait. Twep. Twepcast. Twepcast. At at Twepcast. That's the Twitters. The Twitterverse. All right. So let's take a quick break. Uh, When we get back, we got a, a bunch of news to cover. So. Stay tuned. Do you like dating sims? You know, those Japanese video games where you play as a cute high school boy and make conversation decisions in an attempt to woo a cute yet awkward high school girl? Do you love the bright colors, happy music, flirty fun, and unsettling psychological terror that leaves you curled into a ball openly sobbing on your bed? Well, that last part isn't part of your typical dating sim, and that's because Doki Doki Literature Club isn't your typical dating sim. It may start out colorful, but according to Geek Aid's Jonathan Fuger, things get grim. Find out why so many people are talking about this unassuming, genre breaking game in DDLC OMFG, located in the think tank. All month long on the Stone Age Gamer Podcast,
2: Dan and I are celebrating what we're calling Creators Month, where we're interviewing some of our favorite video game-adjacent creators. Last week, we had the pleasure of welcoming Adam Shube, a.k.a. Square Painter, back to the show, and we talked about his artwork, his YouTube channel, and spent a lot of time discussing the Twin Galaxies-Billy Mitchell high-score controversy. Don't miss the Stone Age Gamer Podcast, episode 188, Creators Month, Square Painter.
1: Almost nobody's favorite holiday valentine's day is upon us so trish reyes got herself into the spirit by writing an all-new geek aid top 10 list about tv romance can an nypd detective fall for an ancient winged monster can a pointy-nosed major and a shapeshifter who can't get ears right make it work will we ever forgive joss whedon for his various relationship murders spoiler we will not find out in geek aid top 10
2: You can catch all this great stuff, plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more right now at GeekHade.com. Mr. Chris!
0: Hi! How are you, sir? Do you have a a sampling of some Dragon Ball for us? I do. I have 60 seconds worth
2: of sampling in the super 60-second summary. Fantastic, sir. (laughs) Whenever you are ready. And here we go. Okay, so uh boy, what even happened this week? It was uh Topo was already out, so it was really all about Jiren at this point. Jiren gets all powered up and uh Vegeta tries to fight him, doesn't really work. Goku and Vegeta team up, doesn't really work. Uh Android 17 tries to fight him, doesn't really work. Uh Jiren kind of gets distracted by everybody fighting and whatever, and then Frieza comes out of nowhere and kicks him in the head, and that was pretty cool, but it didn't last very long, Frieza just kept getting pissed and being like, you won't insult me, I'm Frieza, blah, blah, and Jiren's like, I do not care about you, you suck, and so he kind of beat up Frieza again, but... I don't think we're supposed to believe he's dead because he didn't show up on the sidelines. So Android 17 does this whole self-destruct thing to save Goku and Vegeta. So now really the only people that are left in the tournament are Goku, Vegeta, Jiren, and technically Frieza, although he's probably unconscious crying somewhere at this point because he's been pummeled to near death. And I guess we'll just see
0: where it goes from here. Apparently there's three minutes left of the tournament, whatever that means. (laughs) Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Three minutes, le- so it's a timed tournament.
2: Yes, apparently this this tournament that we've been talking about for months is forty minutes long. Oh, nice. Okay.
0: <laughs> God, this show is maybe weird. It's maybe,
2: that's, I, I, I love it. It was uh, somebody commented, somebody posted on Twitter that uh, fights in Dragon Ball are like minutes in like
0: football. <laughs> yes, yes, that seems that seems <coughs> quite Except correct. Even slower. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. And we're back. Thank you so much for paying attention to the commercials and the Dragon Ball Super 60 Second summary. Let's talk some news. We're going to start on a downer. Um, unfortunately, this this one comes from CNN.com. Um, John Mahoney of Frasier fame has died at 77. He was, you know, he's the guy who played the father on Frasier. He was a great character actor. It's a shame that he has passed. What I do what there have been some things on the internet as of late about him and his passing like some like i don't i don't want to call them memes, but they're like beautifully thought you know like soul touching memes about his passing and, and you know shit. it's a shame like there was one with um the chair and the dog. And the dog is like sitting beside the chair and like obviously sorrowful looking. And I was like, "Oh my god, I don't, I didn't realize I felt this way about this guy." <laughs> but it's a shame.
2: He's a great character, and Frazier was an awesome show. I really, I really, really liked that show.
0: Yes, it was a
2: good. I show. I didn't watch it a lot when it was uh, airing originally, but I did watch it a lot in uh, syndication, like. Uh, you know various points in time when I was either in college or unemployed, things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I really, really dug that show. Yeah. Apparently,
1: and- he was a uh, hell of a guy. Person, people, celebrities remembering him online are all, you know, telling stories of what a great guy he was.
0: Yeah, praising him like what? unbelievably. So, fortunately, sad to see him go. Um, but he he has left a. a an indelible mark on the TV landscape. <sighs> All right, I'm going to be honest. I I this next this next article apparently there's a video I straight up did not watch it. I have no interest in this whatsoever. So uh. none none. Apparently the original Queer Eye gang met the new Queer Eye gang and there's a video. Karen, did you watch it because you posted this I article? I did.
1: And <laughs> I have a special place in my heart for queer eye long like back in the dark ages of my life i did a, a work as a production assistant on a few episodes of Queer Eye. interesting um, the original so whenever i see a headline about it i go oh it's that show i worked on um and i can tell you a few tales offline about the guys but you probably don't care okay um but the the, tr- the little video was cute it was sort of um the old guard and the new guard talking about, you know, what the show meant to them when, you know, the, the new hosts came, you know, came up watching the original show and there was nothing else like it for them as young gay men on TV. And now they're the hosts of the new reiteration and like, you know, just talking about its place in the gay culture and, you know, what it means to them and. It's really nice, and um, it seems uh, the buzz that I've heard online about this reboot is that it's uh, a lot better than people thought it was going to be. Oh, uh, it cool. has it has some heart to it that you wouldn't expect. So that's pretty cool.
0: Nice, nice. I, I there's a, a still on the video, and it looks like they haven't really aged. <laughs> I mean, there's a, a few more grays, but other than that, the, the original cast seems to have aged they all beautifully. They look pretty good. They <laughs> good are missing them.
1: Ted Allen, because as, as it says in here, he's probably off filming his zillionth episode of Chopped. And oh, that's,
0: that's where I recognize him from.
1: Uh, uh, see, that's the one legacy we definitely owe to Queer Eye, is that it catapulted uh, Ted Allen to fame, and, and that he, we needed that guy. He's awesome.
0: We needed that guy. All right, cool. I'm glad it's it's going well. Um, next up, this one coming from Deadline, Deadline.com. Amazon is in the, the mix of actually creating a Conan the Barbarian TV series, and it seems to be based off more of the books, which is kind of cool. I mean, as a side note, it seems like all of the online markets like the amazons the hulus the netflix they're really finding their strides with with their television and their original content stuff so i don't I, I i i'm glad to see that so much of this stuff is coming to fruition
1: it's uh, really a mark of the fact that the streaming services have the time they're not beholden to a network schedule so they have the time to like really develop quality programming
0: right right and amazon's also uh amazon's the one that's also doing lord of the rings right I think so. Amazon's push, push, push. yeah so that's also a big in um
1: also they have money
0: yeah <laughs> yeah monies lots and lots of monies um it's great there's this article is is chock full of information about not only conan which is great um but some other things that original more information about original content coming on other other platforms, so yeah, I'm I'm de- I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. I, I'd like to see because the only you know live action stuff that we have for Conan is is Arnie Poo, so we'll see we'll see how far they veer from that one. <laughs> um, next up, we got this one from Nerdist. and this i i didn't realize that this was a thing i guess i must be living in a cave but apparently the muppet babies is coming back yep is that are we happy about this i don't i don't remember my feelings about the original muppet babies did i like them i don't know um but jenny slate will be i can't say
2: i have a real connection to them like how long ago was was that I feel like it was aimed at like just too young audience to 90, for me. Ninety one, so really, yeah. It well, should have theoretically been right in my wheelhouse, but I don't think.
0: Uh, sorry I, I I don't think seven, I knew about eight. it
2: until I was older.
0: Yeah, I don't remember watching it. Much this. older. Well, it ran for like a good I long time. It must have been in yeah eighty four to ninety one. I definitely
1: took part in B- Muppet Babies. It was it was a big staple of my childhood, and I. Never would have you I saw this headline I went what excuse me Jenny Slate I never would have seeing her last as Mona Lisa um, John (laughs) Ralphio's sister on Parks and Rec like she's the friggin nanny but (laughs) you watched a little video in this article damn if she doesn't do a great job with nanny Uh,
0: then my recollection and according to this as well the only adult character in the show
1: <laughs> yeah. Good
0: for them. Good for her.
1: <laughs> and it tells a little bit about what the uh, aim of the new Muppet Baby show is going to be. And I, I like it. I think it sounds great. I hope to show it to our kids. They like it.
0: Cool.
2: When I also is, like this... that it's it appears to be puppets, whereas the original Muppet Babies was animated. Well, it's a CG animated.
1: It's CG. Oh yes.
2: It's all right. So all right. they looked like puppets in the picture. Oh well.
1: They probably are I I, I did nah, watch the video and now my memory is failing me but I think they are going to appear appear to be fairly 3D for the animation
2: gotcha well I mean you know good CG puppets still shots they can that's a respectable mistake I'll give myself a pass on that
0: <laughs> did, okay good I <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll allow it I just saw and I didn't watch this trailer but we will attach it in the show notes. It is the "Everything Sucks." We mentioned, we commented on this. Did we actually get that on air last week when we talked about I everything? Don't think so. Okay, so we we maybe privately discussed um, the Netflix original "Everything Sucks." Um, Karen, you brought this up, right? You said you had watched it.
1: Yeah, uh, I did, and the trailer looks great. It reminds me of "Freaks and Geeks" for '80s babies, which is me. So that's awesome.
0: I will have because to... as much
1: as I identified with freaks and geeks, it was more of like I identify with these things, but they were a little bit before my time. I was aware of them, but I didn't really experience them. All the stuff in this trailer was like, oh yeah, that I did uh, all of that. Okay, I'm like have to watch one of the things they now. had, they had um, the dial-up AOL, and <laughs> when they finally got online, they were downloading the dancing baby GIF. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> like, oh man. Like, I oh that. shit! I forgot all about that. But that was such a huge deal.
2: I mean, it's yes. very, you know, it's it's just extremely '90s, and they really got that right. Of like, at least the, the trailer seems to have gotten that right of the whole feeling of growing up in the '90s. My only gripe, and it's a complete <laughs> stupid gripe, was that there. Like, so in the trailer, they play. Um, uh, the impression that I get by the Mighty Mighty Boss tones, I'm like, all right, cool. So they they got the music right from the this time period as well. But there's this you know a song that was Real Big Fish's first single from their biggest album was called Everything Sucks. So I was kind of expecting that song to show up, but but no. Nope. And Karen said it was probably some sort of licensing thing, and I thought, well since one Real Big Fish give a crap about licensing anything. That's probably their record label. They'd, I'm sure if you asked Real Big Fish to play your birthday party for 15 bucks, they'd be like, sure, let's do it.
1: Hey, can we actually get my do horn. that?
2: Maybe. <laughs>
1: I'd ask them.
0: I will, I will actually, I unfortunately, it was one of those, the, one of the uh, articles that I had missed, but I will watch that. It sounds quite entertaining. Uh, okay. Karen the digital spy reports to us that you know no matter what we say no matter what anybody else feels they feel that the x-files has more life in it with or without julian anderson
1: (laughs) oh really chris carter is that what you think
0: i am straight up curious as how you feel about that statement
1: (laughs) i mean can you not tell
0: (laughs) You are dripping <laughs> with disdain, moody. Really? Flat out
1: bullshit, my friend. Flat out bullshit. I just don't. I mean, I'm not saying she is the show, but I have a hard time believing the show works without her. You know why? Because I've seen season seven and eight when oh. she was like pregnant and in a coma and missing. <laughs> and in this article somewhere, he says, Chris Carter says some bullshit about. Oh, she would be the absent center of the show. Like, it would be... What, what? what She wouldn't be forgotten. She just wouldn't be there. Like, yeah, you did that once before. It fucking sucked. <laughs> can right. we just let this show die? I haven't watched any more since the premiere of the new season, but, like...
2: Can... The awful premiere of the new season? Yes,
1: <laughs> but that's enough to let me know that this, is, this this has gone on quite long enough, thank you. Let's, let's, let's show ourselves the door before we completely ruin any goodwill anyone has for this show. Hmm.
0: Fuller House, it is not. <laughs> 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 oh, that's another possible title. Fuller <laughs> <laughs> House, it is not. <laughs> uh as i was reading this i could actually hear i like we're nowhere near each other but as i was reading this i went oh i could hear karen's eyes rolling like this is so (laughs) not no (laughs) uh well all right so there you go you could read the article apparently to karen it's total complete bullshit um (laughs) from you.com once upon a time baby is this still on tv (laughs) not for long (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Apparently, Once Upon a Time will end after season seven. Take so wait—they've lost most of their cast, and they're going to stop doing it. That sounds like a good plan. <laughs> um, so at some point, the t- like didn't the kid grow up?
1: Like yes, they did a time jump.
0: Okay, so they did a time jump. Like the, the main character left the show, or the main actress. She left, what, like two seasons ago? (laughs) Mm, How is it still on TV? I don't know. People like fantasy? Really? All right. The combination of major wall. It's ending. Like, and what bothered me the most about this article is there's a line in here at TCA, ABC boss Channing Dugney. (sighs) Had said she was cautiously optimistic that both Once Upon a Time and Marvel's Agents of Shield will return oh, yeah. next season. I remember we 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 talked about that. We, like how how, how, how <laughs> are how 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 are once doing? upon a time and Agents of Shield on the same plane?
1: Well, they're on the same network. That it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, both of them are possibly on the chopping block also, and I don't like that news. You can get rid they of...
1: can't cancel S.H.I.E.L.D. It's been so good.
0: I don't know. It seems like they're just... People just... like, Why are they making bad decisions? <laughs> bad choices. Bad. Stop making bad decisions. <laughs> Come on. Listen to people. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., good. Once upon a time, bad. Follow that, and you'll be fine. <sighs> silver platter we're telling you what to do people um speaking of marvel uh that's a segue chris i don't know if you've picked up on that we'll we're going to throw in uh the the okay it's a link to the this is the jessica jones facebook page because that's where the the, the trailer the new trailer video is and it's actually really intriguing like we are, we are being shown a lot of what the show is going to be, and it's all about her, 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 her. It doesn't seem to be outside story, which I am really excited to see, because the only other we haven't, the only other one that they did like that was, no, they didn't even do Iron Fist that way. Like everybody else has had had a an exterior thing. They did it. They did it in Luke Cage a little bit. With it like maybe one or two episodes of That's his backstory.
1: What I was thinking.
0: But other than that, no, this, this looks like from the looks of the trailer, it's like a full season of Jessica Jones' backstory, and I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, but I it- watched this trailer a couple of times. The day it dropped, it is banging. It is real good.
0: I do like
2: the and fact I like that how it dropped at the same on the same day as the What's it the Deadpool trailer, too? Marvel was just smacking us upside the face with awesomeness that day.
0: That And that Deadpool trailer is, is amazing as well.
1: <laughs> and I could have run and gotten this trailer link from somewhere else, like YouTube or whatever, but the reason I left the Facebook page link in there is if you go to the post yes! <laughs> of the Facebook post, the comments, people, people are responding to the trailer, commenting on it, and then... The Jessica Jones Facebook account is replying to those comments <laughs> in character, and it's priceless. It's really worth checking out.
0: And that I was, I was just about to bring all that up. The, 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 it is so like it's just as entertaining. <laughs> like you watch the trailer and then watch the movie that follows in word form. It's there's so much fun. <laughs> They're doing it's, it right. Uh,
1: the the rare occasion where you actually should read the comments.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. The one time. Uh yeah, so check that out. We don't have a date yet, right? Do uh, we? no. No. Oh wait,
1: no, there is a, at the end of the yeah, trailer. It's, like it's soon too. It's like March.
0: March. Stupid soon. I th- I th- I didn't you know if there was weather. a number date. I know I could have sworn I saw it in March, but I didn't know if there was an actual date, date. Either way, check it out. We'll we'll be talking about that again before it actually hits. Um this one coming from deadline.com as well, Little America. This seems interesting an immigrant anthology series in works at apple so yet another online service with original content and this is, this stuff is is this one in particular is being brought to you brought to us from uh the writers of the, the big sick which that was a that was a good movie
1: it was uh, a wonderful movie and i'm so glad it's getting so much um attention it is uh, awards buzz
0: it is yes um so i i it, it, there's a lot of information in here but what this what this article is really bringing to attention is the the immigrant story so it's focusing on the the television that we don't normally see which is it's it seems to be becoming more and more popular which is actually really good cuz you know as opposed to just rehashing the same stuff.
1: The same story over, and over, over again. and over and over. We're getting something a yeah. little
0: new, which is great.
1: <laughs> yeah, the more voices we have, the more better. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh- I am but uh, I just noticed this little um they have other stories linked at the top of this page. Just looking at their um Rebooting Greatest American Hero. Yeah, yeah, they are. And the lead is going to be Cece from The New Girl. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. I saw that Like Everything about that makes me go, what?
1: Oh, huh?
0: <laughs> Yeah, so that's a thing that's happening. I'm going to read a little further into it before we actually start talking about it, but I did see somewhere a while ago that they were rebooting Greatest American Hero, and I went, what? What? Why? What?" And then I heard that it's going to be <laughs> A woman I went what why 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 would why would a any woman sign up for that because that show was like just made the lead look like a fool that was but any it's happening, but little America, check it out, Apple, yes, <laughs> good, hopefully new original stories, not just content stories that we you know get the perspective from all across the world it 's the way to do it it 's what t v is for. Karen, you specifically put this in here for me, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, This, this, okay. This is loose television news, but I'm gonna say it anyway because it it, it helps. Okay, Firefly canon is to be expanded. Okay, now, unfortunately, it's not with the cartoon that I want, or you know, a rehash of you know another TV series or a movie. They're actually gonna expand the universe in books, which is great, because I like to read, as well as watch TV. Um, What's best about this is Whedon is on board. He is acting as a consulting editor, which is, that was like the one thing that most people were like, well, if he's not involved, what's the point? So apparently he is involved. These stories will be considered canon, which is great, and from what I've seen, it's going to be like one a year, maybe two. Yeah, two a year. Um, In October this year, we're going to get Big Damn Heroes by Nancy Holder. Next year... Man, go ahead.
1: Somebody on this podcast's birthday is in October. Just saying.
0: <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. Uh, next year, we're getting The Magnificent Nine by James Lovegrove. And later on in the year, we're going to get Generations by... Tim Lebon, all of which involve the original cast, which I was, you know, as I started reading this, when I hear canon, it doesn't necessarily mean, like, there's a lot of Star Wars canon out there that does not involve the original cast. I'm glad to see that they are actually expanding the stories of the original cast of characters. So I will definitely be checking those out. I actually clicked on, there's a link there to take me to another website for, um, I'm trying to think of, I'm going to have to click because I can't remember. It is Titan Books is the one, is the the company putting them out. So, and what bothered, (laughs) I don't know if you clicked on that link, Karen, but if you do, the first one, the first thing that they have for sale is the World of the Orville. Oh. so that made me a little a little weary. Um, also in the seasons highlights, they actually have it seems like they do licensing books or licensed books because they have some uh, arrow books and it was a, there was a couple Pacific Rim, so I don't know what Titan does specifically, but I don't it doesn't really matter because they are going to give me more Firefly. I'm okay with that. Very okay with that. I, I appreciate you bringing that to my attention, Karen.
1: Yes, along with 17
0: points. Ex- yes, there was at least 17 exclamation points there. So, moving on, Chris, you you brought up this one from MarketWatch.com. Was this? I I I believe that this was the fastest firing NBC has ever done because NBC has fired their Olympic uh, analyst after comments (laughs) infuriate South Korea. Now, I watched, I'm going to say, 48 seconds of the Winter Olympics so far, and it was a bunch of dudes on skis shooting things. And I was like, that just doesn't... Why is this a thing? That's
2: the biathlon. Don't you mess
0: with the biathlon. But... This guy and what do we? I was is Joshua Cooper, Joshua Cooper Ramo. Is that is that who got got axed? I think every Korean will tell you that Japan is a cultural, technological, and economic example that has been so important to their own transformation.
2: Well, I mean, he's not wrong. No,
0: he is not wrong. (laughs) <laughs>
1: it's like saying that the nazis were important to the jewish they were culture really
0: important to the to the
2: they're, they're really the reason why jewish culture is what it is today
0: so yeah
1: <laughs> to be clear none of us is actually seriously oh, saying not that. at all
0: not at all <laughs> evan goldstein does not believe that statement at all um so the network had no real explanation for the crazy comment other than to say sorry <laughs> um so yeah yeah they they quickly got rid of that guy
1: I, what the hell makes you say that i, I don't even know it's, it's
0: someone trying to sound in, intelligent and not knowing I, like that's really it yeah and what what's what's scary to me i'm gonna so do, 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 okay okay Ramo or Ramo, however you pronounce it, who sits on the board of Starbucks and FedEx while working as a co-CEO for the former secretary of state, Henry Kissinger, Henry Kissinger's consulting firm. So this guy who, if he could physically insert his foot into his face, he, he would have is on the board of two of like the country's largest companies.
2: Well, being a board member does not necessarily equate to public speaking.
0: Uh, and then he but then apparently NBC f- felt that he should be an analyst. That leads to public speaking. He has to speak in public.
2: <laughs> oh, yes, that part of it. It's <sighs> meant like he's not doing it for Starbucks or anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah.
0: Boo. But good on NBC for getting rid of his ass. So yeah, <laughs> let's move on. Um, so the Writers Guild Awards have come and gone. Um, we will in the show notes we'll link to some of uh, some of the winners. Um, but what I liked this article for was the seven-minute video of Patton Oswalt doing his intro monologue, which was. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, Original screenplay winners or winner get out, which I thought great. Good on them. Um, What was the other handmaiden's tale did very well. Uh, So like this, this, this is sort of like, Hey, pay attention to these because they're, they may be, you know, Academy Award winners. Woo-hoo. pay attention
1: <laughs> Writers Guild uh, always uh, holds a little more weight for me just because I always that writing is such an important part of the show sure the performances are um, are important too and that's what gets awarded at a lot of the more highly visible award shows but you can't tell a story without the actual story so that's where it starts that's why these Kind of matter a little bit more to mm-hmm. me. Makes sense. I did see that uh, you're one of your faves, uh, Bojack Horseman. One, <laughs> one for uh, animated. Yeah, animated really? script. Yeah. Yes, the, an episode called Times Arrow. I... Times and...
2: Arrow. I wonder if I've watched that. One. <laughs> I might not be up to that yet. I am still watching Bojack Horseman. BT Dubs. BT Dubs. It is quite good.
1: <laughs> yes, he's watching it with our one-year-old daughter
2: she won't remember <laughs> she and, uh, just likes the pretty animals
1: yes and it's no different than when he watched uh sons of anarchy with john when he was one. Oh,
0: that, was that explains so much
1: <laughs> the other what, end of this exactly the... <laughs> doesn't explain
0: well the kid has an affinity it for leather and, why... <laughs> and motorcycles i'm just saying yes,
1: it, it really explains why he's in a motorcycle gang
0: <laughs> he does
2: like leather <laughs>
1: The other end of the spectrum on these awards is that the episodic comedy winner was an episode of the new reboot of Will and Grace, which I have heard is not good. So I cannot understand that one. So,
0: all right. Okay. I have not seen Time's Arrow yet. I have not gotten that far. So there are a bunch of, I, I understand that there are a bunch of options for comedy slash variety talk series. And I'm glad to see that last week tonight with John Oliver took the award that's
1: the best one to me it's the smartest one
0: but then there's comedy slash variety sketch series outside of saturday night live what else is there
1: um i'm not i'm not gonna say uh like key and peel is over but i think comedy central has other shows like
0: that that the only other one that 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 i could even think of was like mad tv and i know that's been gone for a while
1: (laughs) yes sir
0: so saturday night live one so there you go uh like i said link show notes check them out um so (laughs) this this one i caught i don't even it must have been attached to the one of the deadline articles that we have discussed but there's a show coming out called the rookie um and this article specifically is highlighting the fact that richard t jones has been cast in the show um I had no notion, I had no idea that this show was coming, but the title of this article grabbed me. It says, The The Rookie, Richard T. Jones, cast in Nathan Fillion's ABC light drama series. And I was like, okay, I'm in. That's all I needed to (laughs) say. Sold. Apparently, The Rookie is a dramedy coming out um, where Nathan Fillion stars as a 40-year-old rookie cop. I'm a, I, I, Nothing about that sounds bad to me, except the fact that it's on ABC. Other than that,
2: well, oh, Castle was on yeah, ABC. Yeah, but
0: that means it's going to be one of those shows that I have to wait for. Drop it on Netflix for me so I can watch the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Like it. Nothing against ABC. It's just the fact that I'll have to wait week to week. That's it.
1: I feel like maybe um, Nathan Fillion really wanted to be a cop. Do you think that? Do you
0: think? Do you think so? <laughs>
1: Between this and Castle, I mean, that was. I mean, you know, he was a writer. Well, he played a writer on Castle, but it was like did nothing but run around with cops yeah. that whole show. So yeah.
0: So I am. D- I don't. Does it say when it's coming? I don't. I. I. I can't wait. I will
1: I would think the fall probably.
0: (laughs) And it's a straight to series, so that's great. Meaning just go do it. Woohoo! We trust you. Um
1: We did skip over one in between the WGA and did we? Oh Stranger Things
0: Look at that, I did. (laughs) All right. Okay, so let's go back to that one. Um check out the rookie. Let's make that a thing as well, because I like Nathan Fillion, and I think he's funny. All right, this this one's coming from TV Line. We got a, uh, a season count reveal for Stranger Things, season three. Apparently, they're dropping it down to it eight, eight episodes, eight? I think. So down one installment compared to season two's nine. So it's eight. Okay, so it's eight, but the first season was eight. Right, think so, (laughs) but uh, yes. So season one was eight, season two was nine, season three will be eight again, and maybe we won't have to sit through that one bullshit episode that was just completely unnecessary.
1: I honestly that some of us didn't like. (laughs) I others of us (laughs) (laughs) did.
0: One of the the complaints about. Um, Stranger Things that that came about, even in season one, and it wasn't a huge complaint was that it, it was paced a little slow, and I think eight nine episodes is is fine. Don't don't shoot it up to that thirteen count that they were doing with the the Marvel shows. Just this is like a sweet spot for them, so I'm okay with this. Um, they also and. Go ahead.
1: I think part of the reason that they said that they had to limit the episode numbers is because of how fast the kids are growing. Yeah. Because it takes a certain amount of time to shoot a certain number of episodes. The longer you shoot for, the more they're going to grow during shooting and change their appearance.
0: So. And they are right at the, the cusp of becoming, you know, back where the real changes occur. Voices drop, hair grows, you know, adulthood. Um, But they They're doing another time jump, so they're going another year ahead and it just it just tickled me when he said yeah we're we're going they're they're jumping ahead, and this is be like in the era of um like back to the future, and I was like, "Oh my God, I want them all to be wearing the life vest vest all season. I'm okay with that. every one of them looks like marty mcfly i'm I'm happy with that." <laughs> Stranger Things. Yeah. 80s greatness. So there we go. Um, another eight episodes. And it's not going to come out till next year, right? Yes. So we got a while to wait. But it,
1: we all know how Karen feels about waiting for things she really <laughs> wants to see.
0: <laughs> um, the cast seems to all be returning, which is great. Um which was, who was the dude with the hair? Like, the Eve. Steve. Is his name here? Joyce, Jim, yes. Mike, Dustin. The last and, one. Uh, yeah, and who Steve. is the dude with the hair? <laughs> well, she knew who I was talking about. So.
1: <laughs> I mean, on this show, really. <laughs> you could be talking about Dustin, but you're not. I'm not. <laughs> There's other things to say about Dustin besides his hair.
0: That's true. It was Steve. So, well. well <laughs> it's
1: his defining quality. <laughs>
0: yes yes it is that is his defining quality um whenever we get new more news about this we will definitely share it um Karen, quickly you added at the at the tail end actually i didn't you
1: like as we were going
0: as we live. were going live um so i did not have the ability to watch this what is this <laughs> tell me why uh, this is going to to make me happy
1: Apparently, the other day, Jimmy Fallon and Paul Rudd got together and decided to recreate a music video from the 80s for the song The King of Wishful Thinking.
0: Oh, my God. I
1: don't the know if King you've ever seen the original wishful. of this video. I did watch that today, and it is like one of the most kind of surreal, bizarre, in that truly 80s style of music videos where it's just like, what the hell is going on here. They use like every special effect they can think of. They're thrown at the screen. One of the last shots of the video is actually the two guys in the band sitting in like, I think director's chairs and (laughs) you see like from the top of the screen, kitchen sinks just start dropping and falling on the Uh, floor. It's like, yes, this is literally we've thrown in everything and the kitchen sink into this video. and so it's it's a really it's it's a visual delight and uh jimmy fallon and paul rudd decided to create this video and it's really truly something
0: all right
1: it's not really news but i thought everyone would enjoy seeing it
0: there we go we'll end it on a light note nice i will i will i will check that out because you know i like paul rudd he makes me he makes me laugh so that's it that wraps up the news that's all we got um Chris yes I I feel that you're like waiting on the edge of your seat to give your spiel
2: well I actually do have uh, something else I wanted to say I I know you said that you only watched a little bit of the Olympics but I've been watching a a bunch of it okay and uh, I just wanted to just kind of talk about how cool it was that uh, my son has been extremely into the Olympics Um, John's been like he just finds the whole thing fascinating. Like the, the, uh, we watched the opening ceremony with all the, the drones flying around, which was really super cool. That, that whole effect that they had, I thought it was like a special effect before I realized it was drones. And like, he's really into curling for some reason. Like, Oh my God. So so into it.
0: So it's funny that you mentioned that because I was spending some time at my, my, my mother's house and, and me and my, my girl were there and they turned on, the 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 olympics and i'm like oh the winter olympics is on again the one time of the year that everybody starts giving a shit about curling <laughs> i'm glad your child is enjoying it he is i mean you know obviously
2: he we, we likes the stuff like racing and the skiing and whatnot but it's it's one of those things that i he doesn't get really into like actively into a lot of television but he's really been actively into like he was calling me across the house like I'm cooking dinner and he's just like, oh, now there's three yellows and two reds in the circle and they almost got one in the middle and like, you know, he's not really following the rules, but he's okay. he thinks it's really cool and, you know, like the the, the ski jumps is really cool and, and he's just been, he's been having a blast with it including the biathlon. However, cross-country skiing is the most boring thing to watch on television. <laughs> it, it, it trumps golf. It's like really impressive how boring it is to and nothing against the sport. I'm sure it's a, like. I mean, it's it's an endurance thing. But good lord, it's just like <laughs> it's man, also an endurance thing to
0: watch it. Is that is that? It really is. it's <laughs> okay.
2: it's, it's it's brutal. But yeah, I just wanted to say that I'm so happy the Olympics are on, and it's just a cool thing to have on the TV in the background, and you know all the uh, they, they've been collecting a bunch of it on demand since we're you know it's not happening in times that the kids are really awake for. Mm-hmm. So I've just been you know jumping on demand and throwing a long like four-hour segment of and all right here's some speed skating and it's just on in the background and john's been digging it
0: so nice i have a question though i know i saw one award ceremony where you know they get up on the podium and they were handing the winners like a stuffed animal
2: yeah i only saw, i've only seen one uh metal given out so far and and the girl was holding something it wasn't a stuffed animal i don't know what it was so, or look, yeah. like a
0: stuffed animal or a snowman or something i was you so hmm. i you, no information on that whatsoever yeah, what no, that's I haven't, about
2: okay we haven't really gone to the gotten to the end of anything yet to okay. really
0: watch the ceremonies
2: to see what's co- what's cooking there but yeah i got nothing
0: okay all right good enough well i'm glad you and your 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 boy are sharing that cuz you know it's the olympics kids should pay attention to that because that that is like the pinnacle of athletic ability
1: it is our it it is also our you know kind of very basic opportunity to explain to him that there are other countries in the world and it's very cool that everyone is there together and like hanging out and not hating each other
0: yeah that's and that's also true like it's it's a really big deal if i'm not correct me if i'm wrong that north korea and south korea are fielding yeah. players together it
2: was like a yeah there's has like a, a handshake between you know two representatives of the it's been that's been pretty cool and, like that's uh, humongous I, it is kind of also weird like russia was not allowed to compete because of their like i think they were caught cheating in the last olympics so um there's like a handful of russian athletes and like their flag is the olympic symbol that's like Athlete, Olympic athlete from Russia, and not like the country itself. It's, so they're representing pretty,
0: themselves as opposed to their country.
2: Yeah, it's, it's that's that's pretty wacky. Um, mm. But yeah, like that. What she was saying, the whole like, you know, kind of teaching about there's people from all different countries, and you know, saying like, oh, these people from this country are typically really good at at this thing, and like, you know, the the Can- the the Canadians and the um, what's it, the Canadians and the curling, and <laughs> the the Koreans and the the speed skating and. You know, watching like records getting broken and and learning the the different anthems. Like we did, catch a tiny bit like I was you that one thing with the medal ceremony, and uh, he was like, "What's the music they're playing?" And like, oh, that's the uh, the national anthem. Where whichever country wins first place, they get to play their national anthem because every country has their own song. And it was just a fun little segue to kind of teach them about this this stuff. It's a uh, I love the Olympics, and I'm I'm so glad that they're on, and I'm really looking forward to the 2020 Olympics because. They're going to be all, like, anime and
0: video game <laughs> themed, which is going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's right up your alley. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right, finish, it, finish us off there, Chris. Well, with that
2: being said, you can get in touch with us at mailgeekade.com at as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the this week's episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content. And follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow the show specifically at Twebcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen is at...
1: Shoot underscore the underscore moon
2: and evan is at
0: geekade underscore evan
2: if you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight be sure to check out our show notes and while you're at it you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on itunes or stitcher or if you're super nice you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated again always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com where we post something new all the time evan back to you
0: thank you so much sir all right karen yes sir it's you right your turn
1: it's my turn. All uh, right. So, what are I we feel, watching next week? I feel like you might be angry with me oh, for uh, no. beating you to the punch on something. Okay. Um.
0: <laughs> I remember, but you won't.
1: You won't be upset about the pick. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, I am uh, like one episode away of from completing a rewatch, so um, I think it's about time for me talk about veronica mars <laughs> i know and what better place to start than season one episode one the pilot i don't always <laughs> like to choose pilots but they this show has a good one so
0: yes yes it does great veronica mars season one episode one next week all right that's all we got people thank you so much for joining us and uh from all of us here at this week's episode i'm evan i'm karen am i hallucinating good night And this concludes our broadcast day.